0: There we go. <laughs> uh, how do I stop uh, right there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 200 of At Odds with Wrestling. Joe Sposto and Adam Manvan here. Hello.
1: Hey, what are the odds that like just we had the 200th episode happen to land on this monumentous event? Like, how does that happen?
0: Right, we definitely didn't fudge the numbers for last minute decision to call the last episode 199 and a half or something like that. It's completely legitimate. Completely legitimate.
1: Yes. Yes. Two hundred uh, pre-show. And uh, hey, it's uh, tough following uh, Pod Van Dam, huh? Yeah. If you are at home listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to Pod Van Dam yet, that's good. Listen to us first, then do Pod Van Dam after that because we can't follow that show. No. 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 This is like we're gonna like talk normal stuff and yeah. We're going to
0: just do our normal show as we normally do every week for the last 200 episodes. Uh, A lot of people lost a lot of money that Adam made it this far into the podcast. Uh, It's funny because we actually, uh, it was about three, four years ago or so, where we were at Knoebels and we were kind of put together by our friend Todd. And he's like, you like wrestling. You like wrestling. I'm sick and tired of hearing the two of you guys talk to me about wrestling, talk to each other about wrestling, and 200 episodes later, here we are.
1: Yeah, the funny thing is, if anybody here is a fan of Joe Sposto, do we have Joe Sposto fans here? Like, if you ever said, like, oh, man, I really wish I could do a podcast with Joe Sposto or just be in my seat, I did nothing to get here. I was just in the right place at the right time. I was literally just... I happened to be the first person near him that liked wrestling,
0: and through this, I got Adam a gig to call a micro wrestling show at the Woodlands, which is like a country club sort of thing back home. Yeah, which was, uh, you know, uh, what would what, what you say, a little person wrestling promotion? Yeah, yeah, that's was a uh, base based out of an old Dollar General in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. They okay. came last minute. Uh, Jerry of Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium, aka Smart Mark Video. IWTV filming the show here today, and uh, contact me the day before. There you go. And uh, he's like, hey, could you call the show? Who do you want to call the show with? I'm like, Adam's doing it. That's it. No experience, no whatsoever. And uh, that show's still up on uh, IWTV, so definitely check that out.
1: Yeah, Joe told me, he's like, don't worry. We're not going to take it serious. Nobody's going to hear this thing. Just fuck around all you want. And then we get there, and he's like, all right, first things first. Uh, We have to take it very seriously. Uh, Second, it's going to be streaming live on IWTV. Uh, So (laughs) it was like, oh, no pressure. But uh, I peaked in that first time, because every time I've done commentary, I've been worse.
0: No, so the, o- the other time that you had commentary was one of the uh, LVAC Real Rumble shows yes. where it was me,
1: you, and Orange Cassidy. That is true, and I spoke about as much as Orange Cassidy did. Right. So if that gives you any kind of idea.
0: And I tried to finagle Adam to do commentary a couple more times. He's like, how is it going to get any better than this? No. I got to call commentary with Orange Cassidy. I'm done wrapping it up.
1: Yeah, I-, I retired at the top that's right
0: so let's get right into our show again I don't know what time it is I'm not going to watch the clock but I actually have to watch the clock so uh, if you've ever listened to our show before we're going to do our usual lean about two and a half three hours so then <laughs> right up. after that the wrestling will start I promise no no five o'clock is when things are going to go we'll be done before five I'll give
1: you plenty of time thank you oh and before you go Joe I just want to say precedent was set on an earlier podcast recording that I could smoke during this recording so <laughs> ripping heaters thank the wind's you.
0: blowing that way so you're okay yeah all right, let's try this.
1: And now, Adults with Wrestling presents This Day in Wrestling History. Thank you to a uh, friend of the show, DeWiki, for providing all the audio that you're going to hear on this live broadcast. That's right.
0: Justin got in touch with us, and he's like, hey, guys, do you want to send me any of your production elements Thinking everybody else would have them, too? We're the only <laughs> ones to be a pain in the ass to poor Justin here. So... I love old wrestling. I love wrestling history. So this is why this segment's part of the show. So uh, on this day in wrestling history, in 2000, uh, I doubt anyone remembers this. And if you do, give me a holler. I generation superstars of wrestling held a pay per view in Australia. That sounds made up. That happened uh, 22 years ago today. Main event was Kurt Henning versus Dennis Rodman. All right, I'm listening. Uh, Road Warriors versus Public Enemy was on the show. <laughs> uh, One Man Gang versus Tatanka. And the Barbarian in a hardcore match against Brute Force. Now, does anyone want to take a guess who Brute Force was?
1: Anyone? I have no clue, and I'm on the show.
0: Okay, so you might know him under some of his other characters that he's wrestled as as, like, the Disciple, the Zodiac. Okay. Brother Brutai. Brutus the the Barber. So he wrestled on this Australia show as Brute Force against the Barbarian. I've never seen this show in my life.
1: I might have to assign it for homework.
0: You might have to. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I, I wanted to bring up bad things like this. All right. I okay. Like it. So, also on this day in wrestling history, in 1999, uh, there was a Mark Curtis benefit show. Does anyone remember the WCW referee Mark Curtis? Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, skinny dude with a mustache, uh, infamously known, there was the fan that jumped in the ring during a psychosis match, and he grabbed the fan and put him in like a front face lock. And Bobby Heenan just couldn't stop talking about it for the rest of the show. Uh, so, that show, uh, again, it was uh, you know, held in Tennessee, so there was a couple locals on there. But I'm going to run through some of the major parts of the, cra- uh, the card. Bear in mind, this is 1999. All right, I did the attitude there. Uh, right, Eddie Guerrero versus Billy Kidman versus Shark Boy. Okay. D'Lo Brown versus Al Snow. Chris Jericho versus Terry Taylor. (laughs) And in the main event, Tim Horner, Tracy Smothers, and Chris Candido taking on Dean Malenko... Shane Douglas and Chris Benoit. So again, this, this and, is
1: the Forbidden Door like like
0: 20 years early. Right, 21 <laughs> years ago was the real first Forbidden Door show at the height of the Attitude Era stuff. There was an indie show, a benefit show that had WCW guys, ECW guys, WWF guys, just guys that went on to like huge prominence on this show and this another show that I don't think exists on tape. Like there's clips and stuff and highlights on YouTube, but if anyone has this show on tape, prefer- preferably on tape, I don't want DVD <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Come see me after the show. I'll definitely uh, check that out.
2: Yeah,
1: I need something else to watch after tomorrow's Ric Flair memorial show. (laughs) Uh,
0: everybody's beat up on poor Ric Flair. And I I just want to kind of mention, you know, we just recorded our normal show this past Thursday. And usually at this point we talk about some of the stuff that we watched or liked Since we last recorded in wrestling, but it's been like two days.
1: Yeah, I literally didn't watch a second of wrestling since the last time we recorded. Other than the dark matches we've been seeing at AIW here.
0: Absolutely, AIW putting on some wrestling beforehand. Not streaming out live, not going to be up on IWTV just for you fans here.
1: The stuff Um, that you missed, oh my God, I can't even describe it. Right. Right.
0: Uh, but the Ric Flair roast was last night, and it was really bad, <laughs> Yeah. Um, just because it was really long. There was like 30 people on the dais, and a bunch of the wrestlers got up there, instead of telling jokes, went up there and tried to tell nice stories about Ric Flair, not yeah. really getting what a roast is supposed to be, and it
1: got like weird and uncomfortable. Aren't all the good roast comedians dead, too? Is that a problem?
0: I would say most of them, and there were a couple that took some crazy shots at Ric Flair, but they didn't really go over well with the crowd, because... You know, I think everyone... So, I'll say this. I'm not going to... I'm going to buy Ric Flair something for Halloween, but I'm not going to buy him something for Christmas. <laughs> you know, everyone's saying that he's going to die. Like, like he's going to see August 1st. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's going to see January 1st.
1: Oh, no, no. We talked about this on last week's episode that uh, he's not dying immediately. Like, if you're watching the show just to see him die in the ring, you're not going to be that right. lucky. It's going to... Uh, a couple weeks later. Right.
0: That's yeah. not going to be filmed. <laughs>
1: I'm um, sorry, Ed. It's not happening. I know I broke your heart over there. When but, you steal that pay-per-view tomorrow, you're not going to be able to see him die. Capitalism.
0: <laughs> but something important did happen in the last two days since we recorded, Adam. Uh-oh. Uh, on SmackDown this past week...
3: Oh, shit, yeah!
0: Max Dupuy
1: <laughs> came back to maximum male models! Yeah. <laughs> what? Why are you booing that? It's the... It's the only good thing on that show. They
0: debuted the new summer wear with the volleyballs and the nice little crop tops. And then right at the end, Max Dupree came out. Pat McAfee sold it as he should. It was a big surprise. And uh, I hope none of them ever wrestle. And I just hope every week they just show new outfits.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to the indie tour. I want to see maximum male models and LVAC and AIW.
0: Well, with Triple H taking over, he's going to let a lot of those low-end guys take outside bookings like <laughs> back in the like the 90s and 2000s when Gilbert would defend the light heavyweight title in like Delaware and stuff.
1: All right. Who, who do you want to see? Who, who in the crowd do you want to see come and job to somebody in AIW that's on the WWE roster? <laughs> Yell it out. Triple H. Triple H, to who? He can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> he had a real heart attack that was real.
2: Hey, if Ric Flair can unplug his pacemaker, so can so he <laughs>
1: Rick Flair's pacemaker's got a clapper. That's <laughs>
3: so
0: uh, the other thing that we typically do in the show, again, like I said, the week in wrestling hasn't been a ton because it's only been two days since we last recorded. But typically, we answer the voicemail we stole it from Pod Van Dam, and typically, uh, you know, we'll play, we'll go through the voicemails. But a lot of the people that call into the show are actually here today. So we're actually going to have them come out and join us on the podcast We're going to start with Jayhawk and Butters From the IWTV podcast IWTV guide podcast
1: Yeah get it right it's on his fanny pack (laughs) Gentlemen thank you Guys have a seat You've been complaining about not being on the show for like a year now So this is your opportunity Are you knocking the fanny pack uh, no, no, it's a choice. It's definitely a choice. Now here's the thing, like you guys are on the show. We just came after Pod Van Dam. Pod Van Dam has like Derek Dillinger, Dom Greeney, PME, members only, and we get you guys, so you better make this worth it. I can upgrade. No, oh. not, 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 that's bold, man. I don't know. I can't say that. Alright, so the reason why you guys are on the show, briefly, I hope, is that <laughs> For the gender-neutral monarch of At Odds with Wrestling, the third annual, you guys nominated the winner, and the winner was who this year? Danhausen. That that is correct, Danhausen. Danhausen, a guy you would not have heard of if it wasn't for the fact he won the gender neutral monarch tournament. He got the ad odds bump. Uh, Previous winners were Orange Cassidy and Avery Good. Avery Good didn't work out, he retired. But uh, (laughs) you guys nominated Danhausen, and somehow you feel like you're entitled to some kind of award. I would have been right. I want to be on record, though, I did not say that publicly. Okay. Publicly. He he agreed with this in text. I have all of it on my phone. (laughs) Why well, not publicly? I don't want to look through your phone. <laughs> all right. First of all, I just want to ask before I throw it over to Joe, the question that everybody here is asking, where's Jay Gold?
2: <laughs> in the, he went to GKW in Nashville last night, but we're not... Yeah. Alright. Joe,
1: what do you have to say about these guys kind of like forcing their way onto our podcast? Well,
0: again, I wouldn't say they force themselves on. It's one of your many bits that you do on the show that I'm completely against. I don't do bits. And it's end up biting me in the ass many a times. I only
1: do do as many bits as Ed does on podcast. I'm going to tweet this
0: code out, and when I do and then I send you the light signal, then you have to reply with this. And I'm like, why am I involved in any of your nonsense? But I do enjoy listening to IWTV Guide. Uh, I do like that Butters and Jayhawk are good sports about this.
1: Your phone? Oh, my phone. Sorry, my phone is messing up my audio. My phone audience. is by the microphone, too. Do I need to... Yeah, I but it's not yours. Okay. Guys, guys, without my notes, I can't talk.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, I'm not looking at my dick. I, I very, <laughs> prof- very professional show here. <laughs> here.
0: Right. But on our... On our way here, I said to Adam, I go, hey, listen, if uh, Butters and Jayhawk are here, let's get them on the show uh, so we can, uh, you know, kind of like check that box to try to schedule them to be on our normal show. This worked out, I think, for the best. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So is there anything else that you guys would like to talk about since you guys have the floor? You have the audience here.
1: Yeah, we have about 40 minutes to kill. I would like my so. trophy. Uh, there's a trophy to be had, and I, I need my trophy. Again, I don't know where there's a, a trophy was ever promised. I, um, I, I, I was told that you were buying beer. Sure.
0: Me you or Adam? Adam. You know Adam what? definitely is buying beer.
1: I will buy you guys a beer if that will get me off the hook. All right. <laughs> is that is that fair enough? Uh, that'll work
0: that for me. And right. I, I will say the trophy is what the winner of tonight's Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament gets. So after they win, if you guys want to try to step up to whoever wins the tournament tonight, by all means, you could rechristen that as the at odds gender neutral monarch. Uh, championship.
3: That'll go on you, Butter. Okay, I'm not I, getting in I there. I tried to get the tag belt off of Arthur after he won the tag titles because I thought it was partially, you know, that could be my trophy. Right. And uh, he punched me in the mouth. So Good. So I don't think that's... <laughs>
1: Well I, well, I mean, he that, didn't. Adam Van didn't win it. that belt on, on I, I, Saturday. Adam
3: so. told me that I would get the belt if I won. And lies. then I tried to get it, and then I got punched. So I don't, I don't trust anything Adam says now.
1: Well, I'm a very unreliable narrator. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, guys. Tell me a little bit about your podcast and how your favorite episode was the one that I was on. <laughs> uh, well, I, I can do it. No, we, IWTV Guide, basically every week we review something that's on IWTV. Jerry, Internet Wrestling Emporium. We have a spotlight statement where we highlight somebody on the independent scene, give them their prop, prop, give them some matches that we think are worth watching.
3: And we tell you what's coming up, too.
1: Yeah, we tell you what's coming on, coming on the upcoming week, and usually run through some of the matches on the card. And I'm going to say it on this podcast, just like I do on mine, if you can't find something on IWTV that you like, you're not a wrestling fan, and don't bother. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Fans well, guys, of IWTV back there. Yes.
0: Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We don't want to eat up too much time because we do have a couple other phone callers uh, on the line.
1: Yes. I can't wait for Ed's phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. All right, guys, thank you. Thank I will you. buy you a beer right after this recording. All right, yeah.
0: give uh, Jayhawk and uh, Charlie Butters a round of applause. All right, uh, next caller. I know Adam always wants it to be a
1: sepia button, yes, right? Absolutely, it's the sepia button. And you know what? I'm going to change things up. If, if he wants to bring his partner down here, the sepia button, Arthur MacArthur, one-third of the new AIW Tag Team Champions, and it looks like he's being accompanied by Chuck Stone. Yes,
3: sir! Yeah! Woo! One has to kill the other since you're doppelganger. <laughs> All righty. Oh. Would
1: make tonight and one thing that they don't know Is that this is a championship presentation So which one of you guys is losing your belt to me Tonight? Or not Ooh. losing it but presenting it to me Can you just put that like right up in front oh, of yeah, me probably, Yeah, yeah in like Just like let me make some room you know? yeah, you know? Take a nice look at that I'm pretty sure it, it's clear now that the three of us Are tag team champions
3: Although I undeniably. my undeniably. Well, you didn't get the memo about the hawk oh. thing, but you know it's all good.
1: Other than that, we are identical. You cannot tell us apart. Guys, congratulations. Thanks for coming on. Right, Thank thanks. you very much.
3: So I want,
0: you know, obviously I didn't want to, I don't know Chuck as well as I do Artie. Chuck doesn't call in, Artie does. Sorry. Um, I love to see these guys' progression as a tag team. Uh, the big culmination of course last week at Absolution of them winning the tag titles uh, I thought things were going to go a little bit differently and I'm glad to be wrong Can can we talk
1: about that? Did Uh, did we say that on air? We did
0: say that on our show but I'll mention it again let's pretend that everyone here doesn't listen to our
1: show right? I know there's probably like two people back there that aren't regular listeners So I thought not
0: only was PME going to be victorious but I I thought that this loss was going to enrage Chuck so much that he was going to lay out already after the match and up. This team,
3: respectfully, <laughs> I, I, how could you? I'm sure Dustin would have loved that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let me ask you this: if it came down to it, which one of you guys would come victorious in that? Ooh,
3: you know, we've actually wrestled uh, a few times before solo, many years before we well, not many. Years. I want to say
4: our our record was even at yeah. before you know because then we started tagging. I want to say before that. Uh, between all of our our one on one matches, we were we were kind of I think it was one and one or two and two, something so like
3: that. We were like pretty evenly matched, in the but of
4: you know.
0: <laughs> well, I know Chuck Me. is as of this uh, recording. Chuck has been announced for the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament yes. coming up next month. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know if Artie's going to be one of the names on that list of people.
3: Just you wait and see. Yeah, we're waiting. to so find So who out.
0: knows? Maybe they could line up in the tournament. Uh, you know, I had Ooh, my I had well, my fingers cool. crossed and Gauntlet for the goal that they would have been number one and number two, but. John Thorne runs a straight, like honest ship, with a number picking, no shenanigans, no funny business. I just want to see you two guys fight. I think is the problem.
4: Oh, I think it'd be okay. I think I think as long as, out? Out? yeah, yeah, I think as long as as long as we go share a burger after,
3: I think we'd be all right. And you know, to be fair, uh, last time I checked, uh, we were not announced for a match. We're just out here selling our merchandise. Great ooh. deals, by the way. So, uh, oh yeah, you're mess- messing that up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say we're not on the car technically, so you never know. Uh, John Thorne,
1: where are you at? Chuck Stone, Artie Mac, let's see who the true tag team champion yeah, is. Oh, yeah. I can see the match graphic right now. Bulking season explodes. <laughs> well, no, no, no. We're
4: we're very well okay. We just wanna test the we just wanna test the theory. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how uh, it goes. Now,
0: I, I could sit up here and ask Artie a million questions, but I have Chuck here, so yeah. I can ask him.
1: <laughs> Chuck. We'll talk to Artie later, How, how
0: happy are you that Artie uh talks normal now. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: not very happy. What do you mean? I love when he talks the other way, um, especially in public. Uh, he, was a, he was a very famous Taco Bell ordering in, in, the, in the gimmick voice. He still does that sometimes. So I
3: think I was something like, I'll have two fajita cheese burritos. <laughs> yeah, I'll that. have a five layer and a glass of water. I actually said glass of water. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. He said
3: a glass. <laughs> the best is
0: he kind of dropped the the voice and promos a while ago. But when he still calls into our show, he kind of starts his call off in the voice, and then about thirty <laughs> seconds in, he's just like, ah, I'm
3: done. I'm not doing a voice. He, right? he,
4: he, he's been taking a lot of headshots lately, so you can't really expect you can't expect them to be on the same wavelength for that long.
3: <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a crazy year.
0: So, have you ever felt pressured, Chuck, to maybe do a silly voice as well as part of the team? No. Or? Oh, okay.
4: Nope. Nope. Uh, I, I think I have a I think I have a pretty commanding voice. You know it, yeah. Wait, that's just his voice. What do you mean?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I gotta say, you know, uh, Chuck actually has a cousin. A cousin oh. who's a wrestler. His name he's oh. from France. Yes. His name is Jacques Stone. Yes. Ooh, one one day, Jacques Stone, the baguette loving badass. <laughs> he is the
4: baguette loving badass, and one day we hope to bring him to the States. Oh, geez. To AIW. Maybe he'll
1: come by in October. We'll have to talk to Thorne about <laughs> he that. He should call into add Odds one of these days. Oh, that's not bad. That's, a, yeah, that's we'll, not a bad idea. I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to message him. I'll reverse he says. the charges. We'll cover it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The international <laughs> charges. I, I just wanna say like I was talking to the guys in the car ride down here when we were actually talking about you Artie. Oh and, boy. Uh-huh. Uh it was basically how you kind of came into the fold of ad-Oz and I said that when you guest appeared on Pod Van Dam, that's kinda of when you got on my radar. And I have to ask you something that's been bugging me for a while. What do you think about the comeback of Bell Delphine? <laughs> Alright, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're not that show. What can
3: I say? Bel Delphine's a professional. Yep. She's making her money. It's and art. anyone who hates on my girl, I can't, I can't even say, say it. it <laughs> <laughs> if you hate on Belle Delphine, you can go fuck yourself. Oh!
4: oh. Wow!
0: I wanted, to, I wanted to be the oh. news swear show.
4: Adam slipped one through Oh the no! How you feel, Artie Matt? It's all right. I'm sorry,
3: Kilgen. Don't right. don't say that. We'll, we'll
4: be a
2: serious post. question oh, to yes, ask yeah. everyone. Is this the first time you two have ever been in the same building together? Because you look strikingly similar. We've covered
1: this already, and, Pat. But yes. Like, is this <laughs> yeah, the, this the first time you've been? Like, I because I haven't seen you guys next to each other ever. Are you um, sure that this? We're not allowed to be this close for too long. It disrupts the space time continuum. Does it that? take long to put the makeup on to look just like him? Or which one's who's wearing the makeup over here? Which one's designed to look like who? Just a little concealer. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Oh.
0: <laughs> all right well gentlemen thank you very much for being on the show here congratulations there. on your new reign as champions you. hopefully thank you sell you a be ton of merch work.
4: today we're celebrating
1: all day with uh, uh, a lot of deals uh, 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 that's fine <laughs> come visit us at the merch table yep uh again visit them at the merch table come see I, you I my I new them. belt oh, I need this back bro. I
4: need
0: and I home. hope to go to that uh greatest burger in the world place for you guys later tonight we are we they if they're open oh, absolutely has anybody been to this greatest burger in the world place? Is it actually the greatest burger in the world, or is it just a bunch of marketing hoopla? It's pretty good. Pretty good.
1: If Ed Cody says so, you have to be, you have to well, believe him. He's a trustworthy person. I, I,
0: again, speaking of Ed Cody, it is pink button time. Yay. He is our Dwight Howard, like Pod Van Dam, <laughs> closing out their show with a gimmick collar that may or may not be real. He's definitely for real in jail in Rochester, New York. Teach solemn. Ed, Cody, who you saw out here before from Pod Van Dam. Hi,
2: Ed, why are you so far away? want to keep my distance. That's not cool.
0: So Ed was on our show recently mm-hmm. uh, to talk about our favorite subject, he and I's favorite subject, Dude Love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Great episode. Listen to it. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, so the cutting room floor stuff, $300. Uh, <laughs> If you send that to me, I'll get that to Ed and I'll get you the forty five minutes that was cut out of the show. That's absolutely unusable yeah, and incriminating.
1: We started uh recording at nine o'clock. I think we had to basically kick Ed off the Skype at like one o'clock. Or we like, dude, we, we haven't there. gotten past the opening segment yet. I
0: recorded with him after that. Oh geez. So the reason I went ahead. You know, I mentioned this. uh, Ed has told the story before, but again, tell it to a live crowd. This is typically what a live podcast is. You kind of repeat your greatest hits. Absolutely. Tell everyone the story of the time you met Mick Foley.
2: Um, I was at WrestleCon in 2019 in Jersey, and there was only two goals that day. I needed to meet Scarlett Bordeaux and hover hand her, right? (laughs) Because she's too pretty to touch. Yep. Um, And then I needed to meet Mick Foley, Uh, Because Mick Foley is my all-time favorite wrestler. He is the entire reason I like professional wrestling. And that reason is uh, the first angle I ever saw was mankind turning into dude love. And I was hooked from then on. So when I met Mick Foley, I said, uh, he's very jovial and nice. And we took a picture together, and I just needed to let him know. I'm like, Mick, the entire reason I'm a wrestling fan is because of dude love. And Mick's demeanor completely changed. And he said, yeah, all right. And at that moment, I realized... Mick Foley thinks I'm fucking with him. Because <laughs> in his brain, there's no way that that is the reason someone is a wrestling fan. is because one time, I became a hippie that came out to disco music. <laughs> for some reason. For some reason. Yeah. Uh, but have you... So,
0: it's stories like that and other people who have met some other, let's say, 1995 to 1997 ECW alum. That mm-hmm. <laughs> might be salty and miserable. Yeah. Um that I always don't want to meet guys from that era of my fandom because they always kind of seem like jerks sometimes and always bums me out. And what I tell myself is I'm like, oh, they actually had a really good uh, uh, interaction with Raven, and they're just telling me he was a jerk. Oh, no, Raven me was mean bad. to me too.
2: was that?
1: Raven was mean to me too. Raven was mean to you too? <laughs> yes. Yes, the common denominator
2: is um, at <laughs> At WrestleRager, uh, Raven was doing like a Q&A, and no one was asking questions. And I was, I was pretty, I was pretty out of it. Uh, and John Thorne said, "Get in there and ask Raven a question." And so I said, "Yeah, all right. Well, I, I, there's definitely a question." I said, uh, "I've always wanted to ask Raven about not winning the NWA title and having to lose to Jeff Jarrett." because uh, it always seemed real weird. So the story clearly building up to it was Raven's going to win this belt, and then he didn't. And Raven informed me I got paid, so I didn't care, which flies in the face of everything <laughs> about Raven, right, because he's a very story-driven guy. Yeah. So I press him on it <laughs> instead of just accepting that answer. I let him know that doesn't make any sense. And that you've, you've literally said the opposite of that before. Did he hobble and over to you and get in he your keeps face? saying <laughs> shit at me, and then eventually he starts, I had a handlebar mustache at the time because it made me laugh, and he starts giving me shit about my mustache for like a comment. I start getting heated, right? Yeah. And I had to like be told to leave the room because I'm just bickering with Raven. They're holding you back.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was going to take him out. See, this feels like another lie to make me hate the guys that I love as a kid growing up watching wrestling.
1: Who, who else can you meet and have a terrible experience I've with to ruin it for I've Joe? Only- Jeff Jarrett? Uh, I would never
0: meet Jeff. Are you kidding me? You, know, you don't know how sad I was the first time uh, John brought Jeff Jarrett into AIW. And yeah, me too. I was he, sad too, trust he me. Was, he, was, he was running late, and I didn't get a chance to get my picture with Jeff Jarrett. I love Jeff Jarrett. Like, oh. unironically, everyone's like, oh, Jeff Jarrett, whatever. But, like, I would love Jeff Jarrett from, like, looking at pictures of him in like the early 90s and the after mags and everything i'm like wow that guy looks cool
1: He <laughs> had the long flowing blonde yeah and hair then he comes in
0: to wwe <laughs> as a country music superstar and i hate country music and i'm like oh, i love this guy he's a country music superstar and he's going to become a success in country music by winning wrestling matches i'm like i'm on board for it let's it's go that's were a great plan at and, that point to know that that sucks right you weren't a kid Uh, Let me do my gazintas.
2: I was like 16 or 17 maybe. Yes,
1: It's still real to him, damn it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't know, man. Jeff Chair is just kind of one of the worst of all time. He's definitely a fail son. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's only failed at everything he's done, but much like Triple H, he fails upwards consistently. Um, Time will tell on Global way.
1: Time will tell on Global
2: Force. um, (laughs) So I just don't. It's it's all Conrad's fault for sure, right? This this ironic comeback of Jeff Jarrett. Uh he doesn't even sing the song that people love about him. He the, the entire point of that back. song is that Road Dogg sings it. I watched the video yeah. and it's clearly him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. So uh the last part of our show that we always do is the part that Adam requested. A wholly original part of our show, definitely not taken from other much more successful podcasts. Yeah,
1: exactly. We came up with a concept like a year or two ago that there was this untapped market of podcasts that talk about toys. <laughs> so, uh, so we we wrote and composed this original jingle, and I hope you like it. money, 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 money. Some might cost a little. Some might cost a lot. But I'm the hundred dollar Vansky. And your figures will be For, I'll send you a copy. You can listen to that's, it at home.
0: That's his. That's Adam's ringtone.
1: <laughs> it is. Like, uh, I'm that person that's so vain that he has
2: his own theme. <laughs> that's a callback. Before I bail, can I tell you about a weekly purchase? Absolutely. That's you why like, we left you out here. Have yeah. you bought anything in the last two days? I bought um, twice, did a pre-order for their new mini album between one and two, and I pre-ordered that. And then Yina has a new mini album coming out called Smartphone, and I pre-ordered that. But more importantly, today... Just today I bought issue two of Do a Power Bomb*, <gasps> a comic about wrestling that turns into like kind of a Mortal Kombat style tournament. Did I you think. read it yet? No, it's in the truck. All right. I can't wait. No spoilers. It's very good. Guys, I know it sounds the same to what I just said and I expected it to not be good because it's it's a thing about wrestling. So, <laughs> But it's really, 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 really good. I highly suggest it. So it's called Do a Power Bomb*. I'll recommend this one to you here as
0: well. Is that uh, There's a DC comic book out that's by the same R Ar- Artist, not writer. Okay. It's called Jurassic League. It's essentially what if the Justice League were dinosaurs?
2: What if they were? That That's is a great comic question. book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like it.
0: So I think you should check that out. All right,
1: Ed. Thank you very much thank for coming you. on. Ed, thank re- you. Give Ed a good round of applause. He'll re- be here all night. A redemption story, if you will. <laughs> so uh, it's been
0: two days since we last recorded. Uh, yeah. I have not bought anything. You haven't bought anything in two days? Come on. I. Well, uh, you know. I bought food, like nothing like toy-wise or like nothing for myself, just things to, you know, I paid some bills. That doesn't count, right? No, that doesn't count. No.
1: How much time do we have before they're going to kick us out? I'm going to see if I can squeeze it in.
0: I'm going to say 11 minutes. All
1: right. Uh, I, I'll just say that speaking of Ed, Ed was nice enough to give me a book about the history of New Japan pro wrestling. And I look forward to going home and, you know, picking out the errors that are in there, making notes, uh, you know, maybe writing a letter to the author and letting him know where he screwed up. But right.
0: Uh, now, if you're a listener of the show or any of the other shows in the soon-to-be-named network that we're part of, Adam is the resident Japanese wrestling expert. So if you have any questions about current, past, uh, Japanese <laughs> wrestling, and you want to ask Adam about it, he will give you his honest and, like, the most real answer of anyone. I, 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 outside of, like, Dave Meltzer, I'd say. Yeah,
1: uh, Dave who? Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but thanks, Ed. I look forward to reading that and uh, completely understanding all of it. You know? uh, Joe, you know what? I do have a couple weekly purchases, uh, but I will say you and I and a couple other people in the soon-to-be-named network doll chat uh, were talking about me being out of the Major Bendy game. Sure. And being done with Major Bendies. But as Fig Daddy Cool once said, the Major Bendies weren't done with me. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have placed some pre-orders for a Mr. Jonathan Gargano, uh, Major Bendy. Oh. Uh, stop it. <laughs> it's actually a life-size figure if you look at it and put it next to Johnny Gargano. Did, uh, did they do a pre-order yet of his SummerSlam gear or no? Uh, no, no. That one is under Hush Hush. You oh, okay. know, that's uh, coming out soon. Uh, but I pre-ordered the regular one that uh, they have on. Am I allowed to talk about like broski and them when I'm in this territory? Is Bishop going to beat my ass? This is definitely a safe space for broski stuff, right? <laughs> All right. So, no. Oh, man.
0: Our podcast isn't, but I still allow it.
1: Yeah, Most of it it gets edited out, but right. uh, I bought the regular version, I pre-ordered the one that was like exclusive to some toy store, and I may or may I will not confirm on the air whether or not I purchased a meet and greet for Pandora's toys, so that I could get the exclusive one, so I would hypothetically be three for three on buying all of those.
0: So, the question I would have for that is, how big of a fan of Johnny Gargano are you?
1: Eh, kind of in the middle. Right,
0: so you went and dropped... <laughs> literally hundreds of dollars to buy three Bendys and a meet and greet on yeah. a guy that you're on it's like 250 bucks it's not right. bad oh
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ plus the gas to New Jersey <laughs> Is that all? Uh, I do have one other thing that I bought, and I bought this in the major group. And I, I wasn't going to say this publicly, but I feel, again, nobody, nobody's listening to me right now. They're all just they're looking at the ring. And uh, I-, I might have bought, because it was cheap, Joe, and it might have been for the bit, I swear. But I might have bought an autographed 8x10 of uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh- <laughs> You have a problem. Uh, no, no, it was like an old NXT photo, and, and it was like it had a heart on it, and I was pretty sure that that heart was for me, so I had to buy it. It was cheap.
0: <laughs> no you, you're gonna You're going to need like a wing of your house for all this Alexa Bliss stuff, or at least somewhere to hide when the cops come and <laughs> raid your place. <laughs>
1: It's all hidden. I have a, like a trap door, like the, it all swings out here, you know, but that, that's my last purchase, Joe. But before we wrap up, I just want to say, uh, again, we talked at the beginning, you sir, are an AIW legend.
0: No, no, no no. Like, you
1: came in here and people are like super excited to see you. They, they're more excited to see you than like Dan Champion, which isn't saying much. Uh, you're on par with Ultramantis Black. Like, as far as people being excited to see you here.
0: Are you uh, insinuating that you haven't seen me and Ultra Mantis Black together at the same time? uh, It has been a while.
1: (laughs) But, uh, again, like, I'm happy to ride your coattails because if it wasn't for you, I would not be here. None of these people would have any idea who the hell I am. So thank you, Joe, for bringing me out here and letting me uh, carry your bags for all these years.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you, Adam. That was unnecessary. Uh, but I do want to actually thank uh, John Thorne of AIW for inviting Adam and myself to come out and be part of this. Uh, the Great Lakes WrestleFest folks for putting this on. And like I said, I'm not going to waste any more else's time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Justin from Wrestling Cheers. Thanks to all the Pod Van Dam boys except for Jonas because he's gone. <laughs> and uh, like I said, we're, we're wrapping this up early so everyone has time to go get yourself situated before the wrestling starts here. And uh, again, everyone, be safe out there and enjoy some wrestling.